0: The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. It stretches from the North Pole in the Arctic passing a 1,000 miles west of the Hawaiian Islands all the way to Antarctica and the South Pole. It girdles half the globe vertically, but it is horizontally that its magic exists. It is the 180th line of longitude called the International Date Line, and its magic is this. Cross it going west, and you lose a day out of your life. But pass it traveling eastward, And you gain that day an incredible gift of time. Just think about it for a little while.
1: Mr. Catlett, which life are you living now?
0: Come on, let's not hack around. I want to
1: sleep. But not that long last sleep. I have two
0: to go before that. One. What?
1: One life, Steve Catlett. You sacrifice the other. For the child you gave no chance to
0: live. Our mystery drama, International Dateline, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Michael Tolan. It is sponsored in part by ARM, Allergy Relief Medicine, and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly. With Act One. The Electra's all washed and loaded, and you're on your way. You figured 300 miles the first day, but with all of Electra's luxury and room, you're out 400 miles before you know it. Not only that, but the EPA mileage estimates are 22 highway, 15 city, and 18 combined. That's with the standard 5.7 liter engine and automatic transmission. Of course, your mileage will vary depending on how and where you drive, your car's condition, and how it's equipped. And EPA estimates are lower in California. But it's nice to know that a car with as much prestige and elegance as Electra can also be efficient. Buick Electra, a car that can actually make you look forward
1: to a long trip. They surely will
2: have found you The amazing things you see
0: Electra models are equipped with GM-built engines supplied by various divisions. See your dealer for details. If you're young enough, I suppose a gift of one whole day, 24 hours, is a small thing. If you're old enough, it is a thing beyond price. Even if you're just sort of middling, it is a donation from the gods that boggles the imagination to conceive what it might mean and how it might be used. This is how one man was able to use it. His name is Steve Catlett. But for many reasons, everyone knows him as Cat. This story begins 35 years ago... In a world gone mad, where most people in the Western Hemisphere measured their life expectancy in days or hours as death rained from the sky. What's the good word, Alfie? Not so good, Captain. The waste gunners took one bed in the chest off. Oh, the tail section's gone a little bloater with it. Bombay doors won't close. What about the landing gear? Oh, the jerry's fixed that on us, all right. We'll never get it down. The bomb's all gone away? Oh, yes, we left our calling. car. Oh. We, uh, we're going to make it out? But we'll give it the old college try. Yeah, she flies like lead. I can hardly keep her trim. We'll be over the channel in a couple of minutes. Before we get there, you, Walter Guinness, Moulton, whoever's left, better hit the silk. And end up a ruddy P.O.W.? Not likely. Not while it's still around. Well, it's either that or take a bath in the channel. I'll get you as near as old Blighty as I can. What well, happens to you? I ditch her. I think I can answer for the rest of the chaps, Captain. We'll take our chances with you. I wouldn't give you eyes. I won't. They don't call you cat for nothing, do they? I could be stretching my luck this time. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Yank. Since you boys took over the Air Force, we British types have been running a little pool, see? We think that you always luck out. You have as many lives as you may. We figure you're right now with six down and three to go.
2: Three. The
0: port engine. I'll have to feather her. Alfie, get on back there and strip her. Roger. Get all the weight overboard you can. Armaments, ammunition, the works. Can do. And bring it in, cat. We're all riding on your luck. All my life I've been lucky. Well, lucky enough to know that it doesn't hurt to give the little lady a helping hand as much as you can. Like when Professor Samuels caught me cheating in the college boards. <laughs> it didn't hurt to know that he'd been fooling around with Lenny Strom in the senior class. I would have gone on to college with a straight B average, too, if it hadn't been for the draft. I, uh, I lucked out there, too, because I happened to know old Horace Pool on the draft board was also running a betting pool on the side. During my senior year, I shaved points for him on the basketball games. As playmaker, that was a cinch. So he steered me out of the infantry or Marines or any of the tough services and into the Air Force. I had it all figured to fly a desk for the duration. But that's one time my left deserted me. Kent, healthy on the pipe. Do you read me? I read you. How are you doing?
2: We've got
0: everything on board. We can pull loose. See any lighter? Well, we're still losing altitude. I want you to get rid of this radio and bail out. Where
2: are
0: we? Over the channel. Captain,
2: the crew wants to stick with you and try to make it
0: across. Not a chance. We're sinking like a stone. I want you all overboard while there's enough altitude to open your chutes. We'd
2: rather stick with
0: Bail out. That's an order. So why
2: don't you go with
0: us? And leave an uncontrolled B-17 wandering around? My place is with the plane.
2: Just wish I had your guts. God bless you, skipper. Over and out.
0: We were wallowing unsteadily. I could almost feel each member of the crew as he jumped. But just as I'd hoped that nearly 1,000 pounds of human cargo lightened the plane enough to give me a chance to make land. Just another case of giving Lady Luck a boost. I didn't envy the poor chumps I dumped, but my skin was more important than theirs. Now I could concentrate on getting it back in one piece. What is your tower? What is your tower? Emergency. Emergency 1. This is Little Friend, Blue 1. Do you read me? Do you read me? Over. Acknowledge. I'm feathering one engine. Tail section half gone. I am somewhere southeast of you. Altitude 5,000 and sinking fast. Can you get a fix on me? Impossible to see anything. Heavy overcast below. Losing altitude fast. How about if I hold the button down on radio and leave it open to... Hey, hold it a minute. Cloud break. Yes, I'm over land. Holy Toledo, I'm right on top of you. Hold your hats and stand by! I remember the plane landing and then shearing sideways before I had time to cut the engine. I could feel her want a nose and was fighting desperately to keep my control. I remember it slithering sideways straight for the control tower and resting her somehow out of the skid. And as she was tipping forward, there was a tremendous ripping crash!
3: Excuse me, nurse. Yes? Uh, Flight Lieutenant Alfie
0: Patterson. I've got a chit here from Medic says I can say hello to my pilot. Uh,
4: Captain Steve Catlett. How do you now, Flight Lieutenant? Your buddy, Steve Catlett, isn't saying hello to anyone. What you mean? He had a pretty stiff crash landing about six weeks ago, bringing in a B-17. He's been in a coma ever since.
0: Oh, yes, I know. I was his co-pilot. Oh. If he hadn't made me and the rest bail out, we'd be... Lying where he is now. Could I say a word to him?
4: You can try, Lieutenant. excuse me, Lieutenant. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope you can reach him.
0: For a long time, I seemed to be circling around a deep, deep bowl that disappeared into complete darkness in the center of the earth. (sighs) Round and down I went in a spiral in the dark until there was no light and no feeling no smell, no taste, just nothingness. Except for the voice.
1: You ready to come to me, Steve Catlett? No. Why not?
0: Because I haven't lived out my life yet.
1: Which life?
0: My time here.
1: You really believe that superstition of yours, Mr. Cat?
0: Why shouldn't I? Everyone else believes it. Do they? Yes, yes. So must you by now. What? Ah. you come for me before. When I had the scarlet fever.
1: Yes, I could have welcomed
0: you then. When a the girl tried to kick my hat off when I was six and she swung too high on the swing and the bolt fractured my skull.
1: Yes, I was ready to welcome you then.
0: When the boy fired the air rifle at me and just missed my eye.
1: I should have insisted then. That was before. Before what? Before you changed. Before you began to stretch your luck before you finally committed yourself to my care.
0: No. No, you don't own me. Not yet.
1: You prefer to think so. Very well. I'll let you run your leash a little longer. If the conceit pleases you, you have two lives left to your name.
0: Soft light luminous behind the blackness. On a cushion of air, I was being carried slowly upwards. And the beginnings of all my senses, except sight and voice, were returning. I was conscious of voices talking about me. Far away.
4: He's quite a guy, isn't
0: he? Salt of the earth. Mm. They don't come any better. I know I won't see his like again.
4: Oh, don't say that. Why not? it
0: sounds like an epitaph. Oh, God knows I didn't mean it that way. The last thing I'd want to see old Cat do is cash in his chips. Anyway, as me and the boys figured it, it ain't time yet. He still has two lives to go. What does that mean? Steve Catlett. He's, he's like a cat, you know? Always manages to land on his feet. <laughs> you know how pursuit parrots keep a score of all the jerrys they've shot down? Yes. Well, with Cat here counting char accidents and all the rest through the blitz, we made a joke that up to this last one, he's used up six lives. This one here would be the seventh. So he still has two to go.
4: You think he'll come out of it?
0: I do. It ain't his number yet. Why? You and the docs think he won't?
4: Oh, I can't answer for the doctors. Only for myself. I don't think. I know he will. Oh, how? Because I want it so much. Because I've prayed for it so much. (laughs) Ridiculous, isn't it? A man I've never really talked to. A man I don't even know. No, that that isn't true. I've bathed him. I've shaved him. I've trimmed his hair. Held him in my arms. There's something between us. a, A bond that can never be broken. Oh, not from my side, anyway. And I hope someday from his.
0: He'd be a fool if he didn't grab it like a lifeline. Mm-hmm. Any man would be lucky to have a woman like you, Lieutenant... Uh, uh, what's your name?
4: Elisa Wright.
0: Oh, uh, my upfront front moniker's Alfred, uh, Or Alfie, for short. Uh, I'm pleased to know you, Elisa. Thank you,
4: Alfie. Uh,
0: oh, hey, hey, it's him, the cat. He moved. He's trying to open his eyes. He's
4: coming around.
0: Is there anything I can do? Yes,
4: yes. Get to the nurse's station and tell him to alert Dr. Starr and get him here fast. Roger. Uh, oh, uh, get get uh, the doctor. Yes, sir.
0: Oh, where?
2: Oh, yes. Where?
4: Yes, darling, it's all right. Yeah. It's going to be all right. Come alive again.
0: Suddenly, the darkness was being stripped away, veil by veil. The dark smoke lifting and the beginnings of light seeping in behind my closed eyelids.
4: Don't try oh. to look at. Oh. Don't be afraid. It's all right. It's all right. You're home safe. At
0: last I had the courage to open my eyes. And her face swam into view. Hey. Oh. Here's something to wake up to.
4: Where... Where
0: the devil have I been?
4: Oh, that doesn't matter. Just glad to see you back.
0: Oh, who are you?
4: Lieutenant Wright, your nurse.
0: Oh, too right. Oh, very right. I'm, uh...
4: Captain Steve Catlett, USAF.
0: Yeah, that's, that's my name. Am I... Am I back in the land of the living, or... or is this heaven?
4: You're back. Either way, you figure
0: it. Well, I could settle for either with you, Ron. You uh, you got a first name, Lieutenant Wright?
4: Yes, Lisa.
0: Mine's Cat. Short for Lucky. <laughs> looks like I haven't broken my streak.
4: You brought your plane home safe? And some of the crew... No, I wasn't thinking of that.
0: I was thinking about you. Oh. Well, somewhere along the line, I thought it was the end. And now it looks like A great new beginning. The luck still holds. Of course, the essential thing about luck is that it's a one-way street. A pleasant and rewarding ride for the lucky, but there has to be the other side of it. The unlucky who come to the street from the wrong side and are never allowed to traverse it. What's ahead for Cat and Lisa? I'll tell you when I return shortly with Act Two. Once Steve Catlett returned to consciousness, his recovery was breathtakingly fast. So, it must be admitted, was his relationship with his nurse, Lisa Wright. Within a week, after he had come out of coma, he was ambulant. Still, with the history of deep concussion, his doctors felt he should not yet be alone. A situation which was most welcome to him and Lisa. Ah, to be in England now that June is here.
4: <laughs> You're misquoting Brownie. He said
0: April. He was in Italy, busy hanky-panking with Elizabeth Barrett. I'm here now, and this is my month. What What's the name of this little uh, slice of paradise?
4: Upper Whittlecomb on Tansky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, is there a lower Whittlecomb?
4: I suppose, but that's for the Hoy Polite.
0: Oh, certainly. What we have here is much too good for the lower classes. With, uh, with one exception. Oh, what's that? When do we make it absolutely perfect?
4: What does that mean?
0: Oh, you know, Lisa. When do you move in with me?
4: I may be sharing my furlough with your sick leave just to make sure you take care of yourself. But as a nurse.
0: Nurse companion.
4: Well, of course.
0: When we dreamed up this little excursion, I uh, I thought of you more as a companion.
4: I hope I am. I try to be.
0: Well, the days are not so bad, but the uh, the nights are lonely.
4: I'm right in the next room at your back in call.
0: Oh, no, not quite. Why not the same room? Two can live as cheap as one.
4: Maybe the important word there is cheap. I know all supposed to be fair in love and war, but it doesn't work that way for me. I am the original old-fashioned girl. <laughs> you ever get me, it's going to be for good.
0: I don't know how anyone so luscious can be so forbidding. I thought you
4: loved me. I do love you with all my heart, soul, but unless you love me back. And deeply and as strongly. You won't want to give yourself to me as completely as I would to you. And you shouldn't, unless you're sure. Once we're committed, I'll never let you go.
0: And that's what I'm supposed to be scared of?
4: Mm Mm-hmm, that's right.
0: A fate worse than death.
4: Oh, dear Lord. I hope it would never seem to be.
0: (laughs) It won't. Hey, come on, Lisa, laugh. It's a pretty bright occasion. I'm, uh... I'm proposing. And for once, it's legal, moral, and binding. We'll be married as soon as the law allows. Oh, cat,
4: My darling. But in the meantime... Oh, there doesn't have to be any meantime. I've already spoken with the vicar. He's been waiting for my call for the last two days.
0: I had no notion for being married but I sure had one big king-size yen for Lisa Wright. So what the heck, if it pleased her? With the war looking like it would last forever, nobody figured to live long enough so it would come back to haunt us. Did I know that two days later it would be D-Day? And for the first time, it began to look like there was an end of the tunnel somewheres. That meant I wanted no part of getting shot at again. So I wangled a desk job in London. Lisa's hospital was there, too, so we found a little flat and started to play at housekeeping. It was all right for a few months. And then I began to get the heebie-jeebies. Hey, Lisa, baby. What do you say? You want to go pup trotting?
4: Oh, have a heart, Cat. I just came off a four-day shift. So,
0: it'll be good to cut up a little.
4: Cat? What? I don't feel very much like cutting up. Oh, what's the matter? Well, couldn't I just be tired? Sure. sure. You hate to be cooped up, don't you?
0: No, I just thought it might be fun to cut up a few capers.
4: Let me beg off, huh? It, it isn't just for myself.
0: Wait. Well, you're not sick or anything.
4: Oh, I'm not sick. But I sure am anything. What do you mean? <laughs> you want to give me your hand?
0: Well, sure, but what do you...
4: Quiet, quiet, man. This is a new experience for you. Come on, put it on my tummy. <gasps> That's not so new. This is something else. Well, what do you feel?
0: Hmm, nice Putting on a little weight, baby, but, uh
4: Surprise?
0: you you got to be kidding
4: How's that for kicks?
0: You've got to be kidding
4: You mean the... The age-old question? The same old answer? How are you going to like being a father?
0: Well, I made all the right noises I hope Lisa didn't guess But, I mean, this wasn't my bag at all I was really locked in now. The anchor stuck fast, and as the war started to open up and horizons got brighter, I began to search around in my mind for the easiest way out from under. And that's when I met Stan Newcomb. Hey, this is really a jumpin' joint. Man, you got to know it. Hey, listen, boy. I got a couple of super gals lined up. You want to cut out? <laughs> You're talking to a married man. Well, what do you figure me for? But I ain't seen the old woman in two years. <laughs> you you know how it is. Well, my wife is pregnant. It's kind of near her time. I uh <laughs> I ought to be around. Why don't you give her a buzz and tell her things came up? What things? Well, like, uh, like, uh, like this. Now now you happy in your spot? What spot?
3: I mean in the armed forces.
0: Now you bring it up, no. The way things are going, the heat is on to get all us pilots back up in the air again. And me, I've had that.
3: Well, how'd you like to
0: jump with me to the Pacific? <laughs> this war here is not enough for me. I don't know. I uh, want to get tangled with the Japanese. Oh, 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 oh. This is no combat,
3: friend. This is easy
0: bucket, M-A-T-S. Military Air Transport Service. What's the proof? Well, you're based in Manila, Clark Field. You fly out transport from Manila to Guam. or Honolulu. Maybe the States. A milk run. Best way I can think of to run out points and get separated. Hey, I like what you're saying, pal. Can you, uh, you help me get posted there? Could be. We could, uh,
3: talk about it later. But how about the girls I got on the
0: line? How about them? It's Cat, honey. How are you? I'm
4: fine. Cooking up a storm
0: for you. Uh, honey, I'm uh, I'm going to bomb out on you. Oh no! Why? I can't tell you on the phone. Uh, new orders being cut. Oh
4: well, when'll you be home?
0: Uh, don't uh, don't count on me tonight.
4: But I'm due back on duty tomorrow
0: morning. Ah well, Operation Follow Up. That's a service. Okay. Ah, oh,
4: there's a war on. We take it as it comes. The
0: only thing is... Uh, hon, uh, hon, forgive me, but i got to cut out now. Sure. Okay, maybe it was just the wrong time. Could I know that? I mean, she wasn't due for a month. How could I know Lisa would go into labor that particular night? Or that the baby would be born dead?
4: It was a boy. If only... Darling, where were you?
0: The army says jump, what are you going to do?
4: What turned up so suddenly that was so important?
0: Well, we can talk about that when you're feeling better.
4: There's only one thing that can make me feel better, Kat. What? I want to get out of here and go home so we can start another one to take his place.
0: That really tore it for me. The last thing I ever wanted in my life was to be tied down. A wife was bad enough, but a kid... I figured I had a lucky escape. And now Lisa wanted to pin me down again. Well, it was time to get out from under. I went hunting Stan Newcomb. And by the time Lisa came home from hospital, I was all set.
4: All the way to Manila? Based there? For what? You've done your tour. Couldn't you have ducked out?
0: <laughs> Tell it to the brass. They didn't think so. Oh,
4: what am I going to do without you?
0: It isn't forever, Lisa.
4: Well, maybe I can get transferred to the Pacific.
0: Look, wait, why don't we just sweat it out? The war's got to end sometime. Meantime, my orders are cut, and I have to pull out.
4: Is that what you really want, Cat?
0: Oh, why would I want that?
4: Well, oh, you better not. I warned you. You bought me for the duration, and that doesn't mean the war. It means all the way. I'll be waiting, Cat, however long it is. I'll be waiting.
0: Okay, Lisa, so you'd be waiting. But I'm not ready to be tied down. You crap my style. I should have the guts to tell you straight out, but somehow I'm not built that way.
3: Oh, two hours out of Hawaii, and we just
0: crossed the international dateline, Cat. How does it feel to jump straight from today right into tomorrow? <laughs> Great, then. Just my speed. I left all my worries behind me. Oh, I'm so relaxed. I think I'll hit the sack.
1: Yeah, me
0: too, buddy. See oh, in the Philippines. <laughs> Man, this is the life. But which
1: life? Steve? Do you know? You again? What do you want? Just the answer to a simple question. Which life are you living now, Mr. Cat?
0: Oh, come on. Let's not hack around. I want to sleep.
1: But not that long, last sleep.
0: I have two to go
3: before that. What?
1: What? One, Steve Catlett. You sacrificed the other for the child. You gave no chance to live.
0: But that wasn't my fault.
1: If you had been there, you could have brought Lisa to the hospital in time. How do you know? It's... My business to know such things and to teach you to believe them.
0: Who are you? Who are you?
1: The answer to that question lies in your heart.
0: Hmm. Huh? Uh did you say something, Kid? Uh, no, no, I I just had a bad dream, that's all. A bad dream? Possibly. A man with as few ethics as Steve Catlett could well be prone to them. But what is the voice that speaks to him? His better self? Conscience? Remorse? Does it come from beyond him or from his inner soul? And can it help him spend his last life in a better fashion than his others? I shall return shortly with Act Three.
3: We're going to stick our neck out and tell you something hard to mix with Arrows. Arrow, Arrow And the reason is so simple.
2: America's shirt maker is Arrow
3: Shirt. America's shirt maker has done it again with what is probably the best shirt collar ever made. Arrow's patented custom collar and only Arrow's got it. It's a whole inch wider at the bottom than the top, just like your neck is. It's adjustable by a full half inch, and it's got a special notch so the neck band doesn't show over your top. America shirt maker is Arrow Shirt. See where we're sticking our neck out. Stick your neck into an Arrow Custom Collar.
2: America shirt maker is
3: Arrow Shirt. If we're not already your shirt maker, we ought to be.
0: Whatever voices or doubts or shadows haunt Steve Catlett's dreams, they failed to cramp his style once he reached Manila. Manila was a town in a mad whirl of euphoria. MacArthur's return, the ousting of the Japanese, the return of freedom to the island, set the town on fire, and these beautiful people gave themselves wholeheartedly to their deliverance.
3: And this is one jumping
0: town. <laughs> you can say that again, Stan. <laughs> and the women. Hey, you know something funny? I just thought of it. You know from where we are sitting right now, they're
3: standing upside down. Who,
0: who's standing upside down?
3: Peace and clear. our wives. So
0: what's so funny about that? Oh, come on. Don't you get it? How could they know what we're doing if they're looking the wrong way? <laughs> I sure hope you're right. Of
3: oh, course yes, I am. The thing to do, boy, is stay out of involvement. Safety and in numbers.
0: For a couple of months, it was a great life. The girls were plentiful, and the rum cost about 30 cents a fifth. Flight duty was a breeze. We climbed to altitude, set her on automatic, and take turns sleeping off the high living. Oh, yes, we had it made all right. That is, until I met Porita. Have uh, have another drink, baby?
4: No, thank you, Captain Catlett. And the name is not baby. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: I don't believe I caught it when we were introduced.
4: I am Purita Illusorio, Miss Illusorio.
0: Oh, well, that's a relief.
4: Is it? From what I know of your reputation, would it make so much difference if I were married? Well, of course. Aren't you... Me? (laughs) Free, white, and unencumbered. Then don't let me cramp
0: your style. Look, why why don't we take a walk outside and find out what you meant by that remark.
4: I could use some air, but that doesn't mean my explanation will bring you much
0: pleasure. I'll uh, take my chances. Purita, or Puring, which was a nickname, was a knockout. She glowed with some inner fire. Her skin was light, burnished copper. Her eyes brown liquid, shot with flecks of gold. And she moved as sleekly and gracefully as a cat. Uh, One thing she had in common with Lisa, she was untouchable unless... So I, uh, I mumbled the right words and made the promises, pleading delay only until I could get the permission of my commanding officer to marry. Which, of course, I never intended to do. But the deception worked. And Purring and I took up housekeeping without benefit of clergy in her apartment in Ermita, downtown Manila. This run is getting to be i Has about a few minutes of light chit-chatting. Oh, what's to talk about? Well, like, for example, uh, there's a new dame in town, White rushes, and she got a sister. Hey, come on, Stan. You know I don't make that kind of scene anymore. Too occupied with either, huh? Well, uh, yeah, if you have to know. That's a pretty cozy little setup you have there, pal. Just a word to the wise. I'd think twice about getting too cozy with a little illusorio dame. She comes with quite a Filipino family with a lot of clouds. you ask asking for trouble. Did I ask you for any advice? Now, button up and let me get some sleep. <laughs> Pleasant dreams. I hope. It's a bad habit. I don't dream. But that statement was to come back to haunt me. Because a few weeks later, on a long haul to Honolulu, I was rocked to discover my wife was not as far away as I thought she was. Even before I landed, ground control had told me that Lisa was in the islands and waiting for me at the Kamalama Hotel.
4: Darling, darling, darling. We're back together again.
0: Oh, it's, it's great, Lisa, super, but but how in the I just world... I
4: couldn't be away from you any longer, so I came running. But,
0: but how did you manage darling. to wangle... Hey, you're... You're in civvies. You, you mean that...
4: Darling, the war's almost at an end. My enlistment was up. I grabbed it the chance to get out.
0: But but your, your career... Your... Career?
4: Oh, you think I wanted to be a nurse? That was my conscience working. Now I'm concentrating on something nearer to home. Us.
0: I, I don't quite follow.
4: As soon as I can get clearance, I'm coming to Manila so we can start being man and wife again.
0: That really jolted me. I was going to have to do something about Purine and fast. All the way back on our return to Manila, I was trying to figure it out. No. No, 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 wait a minute. I, hey, uh, hey, hey, Ken! wake what? up, man, wake up. I uh, thought you didn't dream. Hey, what What happened? <laughs> you were talking in your sleep. What did I say? there's nothing your Uncle Stan don't know.
3: So your wife is moving back in on you, huh? You had yourself set up so pretty on each side of the international deadline. It's the two
0: worlds. Looks like now you're going to have to settled for one. Yeah. But which? Ooh, that shouldn't be too hard. Two readers from another culture, another background. In any way, she can't support you in the same kind of style as a Lisa Wright. What does that mean? Don't you know who Lisa is? Her
3: family, I mean?
0: There's been a war on, remember? I never had a chance to meet them. Lisa never said much about him. I guess she figured she didn't have to. Not about George, Louell, and Rice. You ever heard the name? Well, I know her father's name is George, and that. Hey. wait a minute. You mean to steal White tools, the aircraft factory? Yes, yeah, Papa, Father, a billionaire at least once. Okay, cat. Now, can you make up your mind which way you're gonna jump? There wasn't any doubt which way, but how. And then my old luck came back. They dropped the bomb. Japan surrendered aboard the USS Missouri. And suddenly discharges were a dime a dozen. It was easy to persuade Lisa to forget Manila since I'd be home. The only problem was Puring, who kept making more and more noises about marriage. Still, it looked as if I might get away with it. Till one evening at dinner time. I was scheduled out on a run that night at midnight when she dropped our own private bomb. Hi, Florine, honey. Oh, I'm glad you got home. I I just got orders to pull out again tonight.
4: You are not going anywhere tonight.
0: Hey, hey, baby. These are orders in the army. You've got to obey orders. Cheat
4: sheet. You, you poisoned tongue.
0: Hey, what? What's gotten into you?
4: You have taken me, shamed me. And used me. And I was fool enough to listen to your promises. Puring. Puring, I love you. Soon we will marry. As soon as the commanding officer gives permission.
0: That's Air Force regulation. you got to so wait for that. How could he give
4: you permission when you know, he knows, that you are already married? You have a wife. You cannot marry me. You liar. If I can't have you, no one can. I kill myself for how you have shamed me. But first, first, I kill you. Hey,
0: Puring. Puring, put I the you. down. I kill you. You nothing. Here, I'll, I'll take I, that I knife. I got your heart I out. Now, watch it. Give it to me. Now. Uh, now, uh, no. uh, no. let's uh, get rid of it. Uh, uh, <sighs> uh, yeah
4: kill you with my hands.
0: I have a heart.
4: I have no heart anymore. Ah. And you will not leave. I will strain the town down before you do. You're crazy. Because you make me so. Hey, for God's oh. sake, be quiet. I'll never be quiet. Not as long as... Uh, ah.
2: Never. Ah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Purine.
0: Purine, I didn't mean to... Purine. Oh, no. She's dead. It happened so fast, I couldn't believe it. She was so little. Her neck... It had just... snapped under my hands. At first, I was paralyzed. It took three or four drinks before my mind started to move. And then I knew what I had to do. I wrapped her in a blanket. Waited for dusk. Carried her to my jeep. On the way to the field, I sidetracked to a deserted bridge and dropped her in the Pasig River. The tide was going out. With any luck, she'd be carried out to Manila Bay in the China Sea. And then I headed for what I'd made up my mind would be my last flight out of Manila. Hey, kid, what what's the matter with you? Your jumper's your name. I, uh, I don't feel so hot. Maybe I'm coming down with something. Hey, well, maybe you better let me take the first leg to Guam. Do sleep at all. I wouldn't have believed it i did sleep like i'd been knocked out then at guam stan conked out while i took over and now wide awake the horror of it was back with me what to do what to do if only if only i could go back if only today had never been then suddenly gazing blankly at the instrument board in a sort of blinding flash i saw we were just about to cross the international date line I could get If only there really was a gift of time that would. What? What would you do with it, Cat? you again. It's
1: me always. What would you do with the day, Cat? I, uh. I
0: wouldn't kill her. I, I'd find some other way. And what would
1: you give if you had the chance? Anything. Anything. Then go see if you can find the way.
0: There was a blinding flash of light. And then darkness. And then morning. And waking up and repeating the day as if in a dream. I saw off to work. We said the same words. I reported to the base. Got my orders to fly out at 2400 that night. I saw the same people. Ate the same food. And at last it was evening, and I was waiting for Purine to come home. Hi, Purine, honey. I'm, uh, I'm glad you got home.
4: I don't believe it.
0: What, what do you mean?
4: I just came from your commanding officer. I know the truth, Kat. I know you are married.
0: I, uh, I was going to tell you.
4: Were you? Well, it doesn't matter.
0: What are you going to do about it?
4: What are you afraid of? That I will tell your wife, ruin her life? as you have mine?
0: I'm... I'm begging you, Puring. It... it would kill me, sir.
4: You have nothing to worry about. I don't want her blood on my hands. I leave it to yours. You will go back to her? Yes. She would be better off without you. But that is her business. I was a fool to give myself to you. You are not worth it. I come of an old and proud race, and I had no right to pollute my bloodlines. Now get out of my sight.
0: What. what are you going to do?
4: That is none of your business. Oh, don't worry. I will never trouble you again.
0: You mean I'm free? Now, once again, I'm sitting at the controls of the plane, crossing the international dateline and listening to the voice.
1: So we're back where we were. Yes, but I fixed it. it. seemed to me the girl fixed
0: it. What's the difference? She's gone. I'm free.
1: You are free from her, but not from me. I'm grounding you for good, Mr. Pilot. It's last. But you can't. Why not? I still have one life left. Oh, you did have one life left. But when you went back, you made an exchange, or rather took someone else's instead. Boring? Boring. But
0: but I didn't kill her.
1: No, she killed herself. Jumped from a bridge over the Pasig River to float out on the tide to Manila Bay and the China Sea.
0: But that wasn't my fault.
1: Of course it was your fault. Come along. Don't waste any time anymore. But,
0: but Lisa, Lisa needs me. The
1: girl who just died answers that. Your wife is a million times better off without someone like you. No.
0: No, you, you can't. You
1: can't have it your way. For once and for all. So cross the international dateline and move into tomorrow, Kat. Too bad, isn't it, that that's the end. There aren't any more tomorrows. ...for you... ...anymore.
0: It was a small squib in the papers. A Matz plane, bound for Hawaii... ...was lost in the vicinity of the International Dateline. The pilot, Captain Stephen Catlett... ...was presumed lost with the plane. Mm -hmm. By some miraculous chance... ...the co-pilot, Lieutenant Stanley Newcomb... ...fell clear during the wild descent and was able to make a parachute landing. He was picked up in good condition by a passing destroyer. Lieutenant Newcomb was unable to account for the accident. He was asleep while the plane was under automatic control, and Captain Catlett was in full command. I'll be back shortly. I don't imagine any of us could have any pity for a man as self-serving as Steve Catlett or spare many regrets that he was prodigal enough to waste nine lives. But I do wonder how many of us would like to cross that international date line and get the gift of a day to mend things we may have done which we wish we never had. Perhaps we'll never cross it. Or perhaps if we do, and we are not offered a second chance, we can comfort ourselves that our sins must have been pretty small. Our cast included Michael Tolan, E.V. Justin, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown.
3: And now, a preview of our next tale. I'll make a deal. Leave quickly and quietly, and uh, because you're being such a good girl about it, I won't say anything to the local cops about your being down.
4: All of us are going to leave.
3: Huh? What? We are?
4: Yes. You see, 21 days from now, on Friday the 14th of next month, the world shall have come to an end.
3: Oh. Uh, in that case, I'd better keep the date open on my calendar,
4: huh? You don't believe a word I'm saying, do uh,
3: you? You're saying the world will end on the 14th? Yes. Uh, just because you told that to Mr. Dudley McElhinney, uh, you can also tell it to me. Is that what you think? <laughs> That's what I know.
4: My dear sir, I didn't tell Mr. Dudley McElhinney the world would come to an end on the 14th. You didn't? No. He told me.